Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jackets fans, happy Monday. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you all of the news stories and uh, trials and tribulations of the Columbus Blue Jackets every weekday, Monday to Friday, for the rest of the season and beyond. Uh, If you are a first-time listener or a regular listener, welcome on in. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I super appreciate it. Lots of Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and will be for as long as I am hosting it. So, the Blue Jackets won a game, which is very exciting. Uh, we're going to talk about that with a little bit of lineup news, and we're also going to check in with the Cleveland Monsters, who finally played a hockey game. Three hockey games, in fact, uh, for the first time in almost a month. Uh, but first, we have to talk about beating the New Jersey Devils, finally. Uh, well, not beating the Devils, finally, but uh, snapping their win, their losing streak. Uh, they had lost three in a row before this. Uh, it wasn't pretty, but they got the job done. Uh, it started well. Uh, Osby Bjorkstrand uh, scored his 10th of the season. Boone Jenner scored his 13th. Uh, Olive Bjorkstrand was on the power play, which is very exciting because it's been so long since the Blue Jackets scored a power play goal, since the power play looked good. Um, I think, again, it helped probably that this is the first time that we've had that full power play top unit together since, like, October because Line was out for a long time and then when Line came back, we were missing Bjorkstrand. Bjorkstrand came back, we were missing Wierenski, so having that top unit back is uh, looking looking pretty good. Uh, Jake Voracek continues to uh, get all of the primary assists. I believe that is his 20th of the season uh, in his 23 points. Uh, I don't know what the opposite of a Cy Young is, but I feel like it's, uh, it's a Voracek. Um, he had a, a pretty good game. In, in general, actually, uh, especially, you know, we were honouring him for his 1,000th game in the NHL, which he actually played on Thursday in New Jersey, but the ceremony was uh, this game because they were at home. Uh, he had a really great game, which makes sense. He drew the penalty that led to that opening goal, uh, and he also scored... He also assisted on the uh, the game winner, which is very fun. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Um Nico Hisha scores uh, about just before the end of the first period, and then 20 seconds left in the first period, because the Blue Jackets love to allow goals in the first and last minute of any period ever. Uh, Jimmy Vesey scores, ties it at two, and I have a bad feeling about this game. But uh, they make it through the first minute of the second period without allowing a goal. Uh, Igor Chinukov gets his second of the season, finally. Uh, I feel like he scored the second of the season like four times, and they keep getting taken away from him. This one counts. 
Blue Jackets are up 3-2. to two. Good to see Chinikov get a goal. Uh, great work from uh, that fourth line. Robinson and Corelli continue to... Uh, just bring bring the energy on a on a nightly basis. Uh, you know it's been tough missing Texier, but they seem to be doing okay. Uh, and then Studenich uh, of New Jersey scores to tie it again because why not? It was a really back and forth kind of offense for both teams. Uh, I feel like you know it was it was two nothing, and then it was two two, and then it was three two, and now it's three three, uh, which did not bode well frankly, for uh, my enjoyment of the third period. Again, a very kind of back-and-forth affair, uh, but with uh, five minutes in, Ogbjorkstrand scores again his 11th of the season uh, to, I believe, take uh, hold of second place in goals on the team after missing a few games. Jake Voracek, again, the primary assist, because, of course, on a night to celebrate him, he would end up getting two primary assists, because that's what Jake Voracek does. Uh, and it gets a little bit a little bit hairy at the end. Uh, it, the last kind of five minutes or so feel very much like a, um, a permanent penalty kill, but they make it through. 4-3 uh, win. Uh, Corpusalo, I thought, was really good. I, uh, I did call him out after the 3-3. The Goal, uh, he allowed three goals on 13 shots, which was not great, but then he did end up making the next 17 straight saves. Uh, 27 of 30 saves for a 900 save percentage. Like, that's that's pretty good. Uh, not quite as good as he was in the loss, but hey. I will take a slightly subpar performance and a win than a brilliant performance and a loss, honestly. Um, but overall... A pretty, a pretty good game. Uh, we'll talk about it in a little bit more detail in just a minute. But first, I've got to tell you all about Built Bar because it's the New Year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating better, like mine probably should be, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan because Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you're going to want to eat it, unlike other protein bars, which uh, can be chalky, waxy, or taste like a chemical spill. You know, I, for me, I want to eat healthy, but, like, two weeks in, I want chocolate, and here's the great thing about Built Bar, it's covered in 100% real chocolate, low in calories, low in sugar, low in carbs, high in protein, and here's the best bit. If you go to built.com, you promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's built.com, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, whether you are a first-time listener or a regular listener. I appreciate you. So let's talk a little bit more detail about uh, the good things and the bad things in this game. Uh, like like I already mentioned, uh, power play, pretty good. You know, well, I say pretty good. They scored on one of three opportunities, uh, which for this team right now is pretty good. Uh, for a power play that is, I think, 20th in the league before this game, 
I'll, uh, I will take one power play goal of three opportunities. Uh, penalty kill was perfect uh, after a game where they uh, allowed like three power plays. They had, they allowed three power play goals uh, against the Lightning a couple of games ago. So, you know, not allowing any goals on the power play is definitely progress. They also allowed uh, a power play goal against New Jersey on uh, the Thursday game. So, it uh, it has gotten better. Again, I will take a... Th- I will take the the perfect penalty kill as a good thing. Uh, face-offs back to their usual numbers. Uh, 53.7% of face-offs won, which, again, is something that has been a real strength of this team, I think. Uh, they're currently sitting 13th in the league on face-offs with a 50, uh, near enough 50% uh, perfection. So that's, again... Pretty good. Can't complain. Uh, power play is currently twenty sixth in the league, apparently. Which again, don't don't love that, but it is what it is. Uh, in terms of individual guys, I already mentioned um, that I liked Corpsalo's play. It was really good to have Bjorkstrand back. Clearly, you know, uh, Bjorkstrand is a pretty streaky goal scorer as it is. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the next couple of games be really big for him, and then he kind of drops off a little bit. Um, but good to see two goals from him. Good to see Boonjena continue to uh, continue to score. Kind of typical Boonjena goals. Uh, really good to see Chinikov get one. Um, other players that I liked. Uh, it was again. It was really good to have Warensky back. I don't think, and I think I tweeted about this. I think I tweeted about this mid-game that I didn't realise what a different team this was with Wierenski in the lineup. Um, I think because we'd kind of been underperforming a little bit before he went out with COVID, having him back this game, I was just like, oh, yeah, there's Wierenski. There he is. Like, he just, he's one of this team's MVPs. Um, He played almost 30 minutes in this game, which I wish he would play slightly less, but... Again, didn't realize, didn't realize how much we had missed him until he was back. Uh, I don't believe he made it to the score sheet, but there were at least three separate times where I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's obviously Warensky." Uh, just you know, just really good defensive plays, really good offensive uh, plays. He did not make it onto the score sheet. He had two shots on goal, uh, one hit, two blocks, and a takeaway uh, for, again, 27 minutes of ice time. For someone coming back from COVID, that seems pretty good. I imagine he will be better. Um, I imagine he will be much better in the game against Chicago, which we'll talk about a little bit tomorrow, but that should be that should be fun. Uh just in terms of in terms of faceoffs, to go back for a second, uh, the faceoffs were kind of bonkers. Uh, Sean Corrali had fifty six percent. Max Domi had a hundred percent in faceoffs, but I feel like he only took one faceoff. Um, it doesn't tell me how many faceoffs he took on the NHL app, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let you know. But uh, Cole Sillinger at sixty four percent, which for someone that has kind of been struggling in faceoffs, is really good. 
Uh, Jenner, 56.5%. He continues to impress. Uh, Roslovic was the only one that was sub-50%. Uh, he had 40% in face-offs, which is, again, like... Not great, but also not terrible, considering how bad the Blue Jackets have been at face-offs in the past. I will take one sub-50% face-off percentage on the roster, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I liked more of that game than I didn't like, which is good. I know I complained on uh, Friday's episode about being bored of the of the games or that the you know i can accept a bad game but i would also like it to be fun this was this was a pretty fun game uh i like i say i liked more of it than i didn't like um and hopefully it uh hopefully it continues fingers crossed uh we're playing chicago tomorrow night so we'll see how that goes uh we are like i mentioned previously we're going to talk about that in a little bit more detail in tomorrow's episode we'll do a, a preview of how chicago's been doing and whatnot uh but right here right now we're going to check in on the monsters because it's monday it's monsters monday they have finally been playing hockey for the first time in three weeks so we'll uh, we'll check in on them see how their weekend was uh in a minute uh, but first, I have to tell you all about Bet Online because they've got you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football season continues their march to the playoffs, the NHL season continues their march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On or one word to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Once again, that is promo code locked on or one word L O C K E D O N at betonline.ag. Bet online where the game starts. So the Monsters had three weeks off because of uh, COVID issues within their organization, within their other within other organizations, uh, the Christmas break, etc. Uh, I believe it was three weeks to the day that they played their their first their first game since uh, their last game. It was a three week break. Is is the the much less convoluted way of saying that? Um, it was a tough weekend. Uh, three three games in three nights in three cities. Uh, they opened the game again they opened the the weekend in milwaukee against the admirals uh where they looked pretty good honestly for a team that hasn't played in three weeks uh i didn't hate this game uh could see cam johnson make his debut because all of the goalies are still dead uh he played uh pretty good the power play continued the sorry the penalty kill continues to struggle for cleveland because what you know, like father, like son, I guess. Um, but the real, the real surprise was the Saturday game. They were uh, at Grand Rapids in Michigan against the Griffins, uh, a two-one win, uh, which for the for the Monsters is a pretty unexpected. Uh, that is that is a very low-scoring game for the Monsters, and also they never beat the Griffins, so that's exciting. Um, that was a really fun game to watch. Speaking of, of games that might not be good but are fun, uh, 
that was both good and fun. It was uh, not a not a hugely uh, dynamic game, but I enjoyed it. So there's that. Uh, and then on the flip side, another fun game. Uh, right up until like ten minutes left in the in the game, uh, it was a four three loss to the Chicago Wolves, who the Monsters are generally pretty good against, uh, but for some reason, Thomas Shemich lost his ever-loving mind with, like, ten minutes left, punched a wolf in the face, got kicked out, they allowed a power play goal to tie the game, and then allowed another goal to make it 4-3. Uh, the Monsters did not get a shot on goal in the third period. Uh, they had It got recorded that they had one with nine seconds left, and then they took it away. So the official shot count for the third period was zero, which that's not how you win games. Um, just a frustrating, a frustrating game. Uh, very different to the Griffins one. There was a lot of penalties, a lot of crime, uh, a lot of nonsense in that game, uh, and it's a shame because I thought Jack Greaves played really well. Uh, it was good to see him back. He uh, did not play in either of the two previous weekend games, so I was excited to see him. And again, I thought he played really well, and it's a shame that the team just decided to lose their minds. Um, but Chicago's a, a very good team. They, and they proved that time and time again, and they proved it again here. So... <sighs> Deep sigh. Um, good to get three three out of six points after not playing for three weeks. It's pretty good for the Monsters. Uh, they they are going to be playing uh, Rockford next weekend, who I believe have been similarly affected by COVID and schedule and whatnot. So that should be uh, an interesting set of games. Hopefully they, uh, they can get back to winning because their December was very bad. Hopefully their January can be much better. Uh, that's kind of all I've got for you today. Uh, like I say, tomorrow we're going to preview the uh, game against Chicago. Uh, Seth Jones is coming into town, so we'll talk a little bit about that. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. And if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockdownbluejackets at gmail.com. Calm. I hope everyone had a good weekend. I will see you all tomorrow. And until then, make sure you stay locked on.